Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in the world welcome to the cliff ravenscraft show here's your host cliff ravenscraft welcome back my friend have you ever judged a book by its cover have you ever judged a person by your preconceived ideas about who they must be in this world and what they're like just based upon some preconceived ideas about the industry that they are in Well, I must admit to you that I have done that a handful of times in my own life, and one of the people that I have judged in such a way is a man by the name of Russell Brunson. I got to tell you that until recently, every time I heard the name Russell Brunson, I just had this negative trigger inside of me that said, hmm, yeah, online marketing bro. That, that's it. He has a company that he created. It's very successful, very popular among lots and lots of people called ClickFunnels. And I don't know what it is, but I, matter of fact, I do know what it is now. I did an introduction episode to some commentary that I'm going to be doing on a series of books that Russell Brunson has created. And in the introduction in my Train with Cliff Audio Journal podcast, I had talked about the fact that I think that the whole idea of Russell Brunson having a company called ClickFunnels immediately had me thinking of the phrase clickbait. And of course, I had some negative association in my mind about what clickbait is, and that clickbait is all about bait and switch, and that bait and switch is all about using psychology and marketing manipulation to trick people into buying things they don't need and that there's lots of people out there that are making millions of dollars and it just seems like everything they do is all about squeezing as much money as they can possibly squeeze out of you. And I'm like, what the heck? And yes, I must admit that, that I had a level of that. Even... In the most recent years as the Mindset Answer Man, I had still had this unconscious opinion of Russell Brunson every time I heard his name come up, every time I heard about ClickFunnels. And I hear about Russell Brunson quite a bit. I hear about ClickFunnels quite a bit because I have friends of mine who are inside of that community. And when they talk about them, it's, it's just like, hmm, okay. And I just go on with my day, but it wasn't until recently when I was in a mastermind group with some dear friends of mine, and the book .com Secrets, Expert Secrets, and Traffic Secrets, the trilogy of books, if you will, from Russell Bronson, came up as a topic of conversation. And I'd heard some other people that I know and I love and that I trust who have talked about the incredible value that they are getting from reading these books whether they're ClickFunnels users or not. And I'm like, why do I have this opinion of Russell Brunson when I've never read about Russell Brunson? I've never 
really consumed any of his content. I don't know anything about his story. I have seen Russell Brunson. I have seen him speak in a couple of videos. Each of those times, I saw him out of context of not knowing his story. I'm catching him doing his hype. He's like, oh my gosh, here's why you should buy this, and this is the value you're going to get. And and I catch him in the middle of something out of context, and I'm, I just drew this conclusion in my mind, not intentionally, not consciously, subconsciously reinforcing some other unconscious beliefs that I had that this guy's just one of those marketing bros, as if there's something wrong with being a marketing bro, but still, I just wanted to share with you, I had some resistance to the name Russell Brunson, to the brand Click Funnels, to funnel hacking, to sales funnels and marketing in general, which is crazy because I have an online business and I actually use a lot of online marketing tools, techniques, and strategies, including funnels. But I found myself over the last several years kind of just wearing as a badge of honor that I don't like those things, that I grow my business in a different way. And the reality is is that, okay, I say that I don't like them, but I actually do use them quite frequently. And I do like the results that they get. And I actually enjoy a lot of the process. So where am I finding this mismatch in this messaging? And it just had to do with a lot of unconscious beliefs that I had to overcome. By the way, if you go to mindsetanswerman.com slash free, there's a talk that is the opening keynote address that I give at my Free the Dream conference and now my Free the Dream online course. It's called All Beliefs Have Consequences. I am so glad that I have become consciously aware that I had been making an unjust judgment of Russell Brunson and also what value he might be able to bring. And so... All of that to say that I have decided that I am actually going to read all three books of the Secrets Trilogy by Russell Brunson. I've started with Dotcom Secrets, have already benefited greatly from what I've already read, already starting to take action. You're going to start hearing about that here in this episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. But I want to let you know that what you're about ready to hear is actually an episode of the Train With Cliff audio journal. The Train With Cliff audio journal podcast is my paid podcast. But anyway, again, check trainwithcliff.com. But this is where I share all of the behind the scenes stuff that's going on in my personal and professional life, leaning incredibly heavily on the professional side of my online business the coaching that I do, the products and services that I create, the situations and circumstances that come up in my business that some people perceive to be problems. I call them undesirable, unexpected, and inconvenient circumstances. And I I share all this behind-the-scenes stuff, but I also will share insights and commentaries and action plans that I am coming up with as I'm reading the books that I read, studying the courses that I purchase, attending the conferences that I go to. It's Cliff's notes on some of the most profitable things that you can study and learn and grow from. I share all of my insights and actions and results from those actions as I go through. I'm almost finished with an entire series, Cliff's notes on Think and Grow Rich. 
So you could get access to all of the, I think, 29 episodes that are currently there of this book that I've already done. But I'm also, while I'm completing Think and Grow Rich, I am starting The Secret Trilogy by Russell Brunson. And what you're going to hear today is just my thoughts, commentary, insights, and the actions I've already taken just from the preface and the introduction to the first section of the book. And I'm just going to go ahead and share it with you right here, right now. Well, it is time to get this party started. We're going to start with book one of the Secrets Trilogy by Russell Brunson. I'm going to be sharing with you my commentary as I am going through these books. Today, we're going to be covering book one, Dotcom Secrets, and I'm going to share with you the notes that I've taken, the highlights, my commentary off the top of my head, and also some actions I've already started to take as it relates to some of the insights that I've received so far. And I've only read the preface to the book, the introduction to the first section of the book, and then secret number one, secret number two, and I think I'm somewhere in the middle of secret number three as far as reading. But the number of highlights that I've already made in this book are off the charts, and the number of things that I've been inspired to think about and put into action are already off the charts. So let's just go ahead and start with my commentary here on the preface. There was the section where he's like, listen, you don't have a traffic or conversion problem. And this guy's like, what are you talking about? Our traffic is down 90%. We can't even break even anymore. And he said, the problem is that you can't spend enough to acquire a customer. And the way to fix that problem is to fix your sales funnel. And then there's this quote from Dan Kennedy. Ultimately, the business that can spend the most to acquire a customer wins. Now, I have not built my business, and I've generated millions of dollars in revenue since 2008, but I have not built my business on advertising at all. I mean, I've done a little bit of advertising when it came to the Free the Dream conference, but even most of that, I was targeting my own audience, not a new audience that had not yet heard from me. So, It is interesting for me to think about as I scale my business even further than where it currently is that I do want to get to the place where I have a marketing and advertising budget. But for me to be able to do that, I want to make sure that I have the products and services that are profitable, that make sense for me to have all of the steps in what's called the value ladder. For me, I used to have a business that was mainly on the lower ticket item cost, and so my profit margins were almost non-existent. I was just surviving month to month in my business. That was back in 2008, most of 2009 as well, but it started to shift halfway through 2009. But for me, (laughs) I made a giant leap forward from low ticket items and I went straight into high ticket items. I went from $50 an hour to $150 an hour of coaching and consulting to $300 an hour and then eventually you couldn't hire me by the hour. You would need to, if you wanted to work with me, you had to sign up for my two 
$1,000 four-week course, which was a group training program with up to 20 or so other people. I did have a couple of lower cost tutorials, but my lower cost tutorials were like $100, $150 a piece. And today to me, that would seem like a very low ticket item, but I didn't have very much in between. While those things were those $100 and $150 tutorials, they would be profitable, but it just wasn't a part of an intentional process that I had back then. Back in the early days of my business, when I had some of the items that would have made sense to advertise, I did not have the mindset for business back then. I had the mindset of, I would just love to find a way to be self-employed, doing work that I love, and earn enough money to put food on the table and provide for my family and to do the things that I wanna do for myself and my community. As long as I'm doing that, I'm happy. And I lived my life that way for quite some time. I'm very thankful that in the early days I made a transition out of poverty consciousness and I started moving towards what Napoleon Hill would call money consciousness. But quite frankly, I, I was it wasn't until several years later that I started to really start taking what is possible for wealth creation in my business seriously. Some might argue that I've not even taken it seriously up until maybe more recently, certainly since 2017. In 2017, I did decide that it's time. It's time for me to build something. But for those of you who have been following my journey, you know that I didn't want to build that something scalable on top of what I had already done. I didn't want to build it on Podcast Answer Man. I wanted to build it on Mindset Answer Man, a completely new brand. Now, I did not start over from scratch, although some people who want to make a transition from something that they started online where they've acquired a sizable audience who's resonating with what they're doing and what they've been doing for many years, that was me, Podcast Answer Man, then making a transition, what I hear a lot of people say, well, I just don't have the audience for that. And I say, well, tell me a little bit about your audience. How many people are on your mailing list? Oh, you know, 8,000. Okay, there's 8,000 people on your mailing list. How many people are following you on your YouTube channel or your podcast? And I was recently talking to somebody who says, well, I have 220,000 people on my YouTube channel. And I'm like, okay. So what is it that you want to do? And of course, uh, I, I figured out what it is that they want to do. And I said, well, what is it that you're known for on your YouTube channel with 220,000 people? They're like, well, they know me for this technical thing. It's like, oh gosh, this sounds exactly like what I had with Podcast Answer Man. Except for the fact this person had even larger audiences than I had myself. And yet here I am, I'm doing incredibly well financially in my business. And this person is hiring me because they're still surviving financially with an audience that's larger than what I had when I made my transition. It, it has a lot to do with our mindset about where we are in this area. Are you earning enough money? Are you, are you getting enough return on investment of your time, effort, and energy? Do you even know what your effective hourly rate is? Now, I don't recommend hardly anyone out there do products and services where you're charging by the hour. But have you ever given any consideration to what products and services are you offering 
and how much money are you earning per hour invested of your time, effort, and energy. I say all of that to say this. If you want to have a profitable business and you want to scale it up, and that's something that I want to continue to do now is scale it up even further, I need to get back into having some profitable products and services that require less of my direct time, effort, and energy, or at least where I can put my time, effort, and energy for a season and then create something in that season and then put it out and have it almost be completely passive, if not just something that I maintain from time to time, or even something that I might even hire a technical team to do the support and upkeep of that particular product or service, such as an online course or a membership. I have all sorts of ideas of things that I haven't yet revealed to you guys. It's gonna be pretty amazing when I finally do release some of these things. You're beginning to see some of them with the Train With Cliff audio program, which is as little as $10 a month, trainwithcliff.com. And of course, there's the Free The Dream course over at freethedreamcourse.com. These are my new low ticket cost items. So now I am starting to get serious about this value ladder. I have this massive audience who has already been attracted to my free content. I have this free email newsletter. I have 47 free podcast shows with over 4,700 podcast episodes. I have free videos on YouTube. So I have a lot of people who are consuming my free content. But since I made the transition from Podcast Answer Man to Mindset Answer Man, I've been focused on high ticket offers. That means my next level mastermind, which is $12,000 investment if you pay in full. It's $15,000 if you pay monthly. Then there's my one-on-one coaching, which I only take on a very small number of clients. They have to go through all sorts of auditioning for me to confirm that they're the exact ideal client I want to work with. We're gonna talk about that in this particular episode. Even then, I want to work with somebody and have a relationship for a minimum of one year. And so I do a 12-month package. And the lowest cost product for that is $12,000 for the year or $15,000 if you pay monthly. So really, those those have been the two main ongoing products and services. My next level mastermind for self-employed business owners and one-on-one coaching. A lot of which are self-employed business owners, but not all of them. And then I've had a couple other one-off items, but even those have been high-ticket offers. For example, I've had my building an online business, next-level workshop here in the Next Level Studio. I've done many of those. It was a $2,000 workshop, a day and a half. You travel here. You come away with all of the insights that I wish I would have known when I started my online business, building an online business. And that generated for me anywhere between $24,000 to $35,000 in a single weekend. Again, high ticket offer. 
And then I had my Free the Dream conference. And the, even my Free the Dream conference was a high ticket offer. The standard ticket was $9.99 and the VIP ticket was $19.99. And a majority, an overwhelming majority of people who attended Free the Dream 2018 and Free the Dream 2019 bought the VIP ticket. Now, why did I start when I made the transition from Podcast Answer Man over to Mindset Answer Man? Why did I go straight to high ticket offers? It's because I wanted to cover all of my financial needs in the shortest time available. I knew that I could generate a minimum of $20,000 a month every single month consistently if I had two paid mastermind groups where each group had 10 people paying an average of $1,000 or more per month. That'd be $20,000 a month. It would take me a total of four hours every week to deliver all of that value to all of those clients once they were clients. That means two 90-minute meetings. I give myself an additional 30 minutes every week to do the follow-up afterwards, the notes on the call, posting the recording, all of the things that I do after that. I do those two 90-minute calls every week. Each call takes me about two hours total, including the call itself. So that's four hours a week to deliver $20,000 a month of value. Now, also, there is the marketing that goes into that. And I have an incredibly powerful process, a, a plan, a procedure that has been proven and is is predictable for me of exactly what it takes to bring in about one or two new next level mastermind clients every single week. And that takes approximately somewhere right around 10 to 12 hours a week. And it's called the Prosperous Coach Method for Creating Clients. And I even have an entire podcast over at notesoncoaching.com if you want to hear all about that. So I wanted to make sure I covered all of my minimum income needs, minimum of $20,000 a month within about 15 to 20 hours a week. That's what I wanted to create. And so that's how I can still do all of those things in my business. And what I had been doing with the rest of my time over the last several years is just a lot of personal growth and development. And when I say a lot, (laughs) those of you who have been following along in the Train With Cliff audio program for the last several years, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, as I'm creating this episode, I realize that I am going to also publish this as an episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show to give people an example of what I'm creating in the Train With Cliff audio podcast or the Train With Cliff audio journal podcast where I'm journaling all of the behind the scenes stuff that I do on my business, which by the way, you can find at trainwithcliff.com. I've been going so deep with my clients, serving them so incredibly well, generating somewhere between twenty dollars to $30,000 a month consistently every single month. And just in September, I poured it on a little thick when it came to how many people I brought through. And I generated just over $52,000 in September of 2022. The reason why I'm reading this book is because I've recently decided, okay, it's time for me to begin the process of creating a more scalable increase in my revenue. I'm beginning to get to the place where if I want to generate more than, let's just say, thirty dollars to $50,000 a month in my business, 
I'm going to need to start doing things that don't require more of my time, effort, and energy. So for example, if if I can bring in $52,000 last month, I still need to facilitate those paid mastermind groups. Or in a very rare occasion, I still need to have a one-on-one coaching relationship with this person over the next 12 months. There's only so much time, effort, and energy that I wanna put into so many meetings booked on my calendar every week But there is not currently a limit on how much money I want to be able to generate within my business. I've got all sorts of big dreams and goals of what I want to provide for my family, for myself, for my community, and other things that I want to do in this world. When it comes to something that I might have to invest tens of thousands of dollars into, that's why I do have this money consciousness. I want to earn and generate much, much, much more, exponentially more money in my business than what I need to survive. That is the biggest shift in my mindset over the years is I used to, everything I did in my business, I wanna earn enough so that I can make sure that I can pay the bills. I wanna make sure that I can pay for my kids' college tuition. I wanna make sure I can buy my kids a car that is, safe to drive on the road. I wanna be able to make sure that I'm paying for our health insurance and paying for any of these medical bills that come up from time to time. I, I wanna make sure that there's money in an emergency account just in case I get sick and I can't work for a couple of weeks. If there's one thing that I can just kind of toss in here, if you currently have a poverty consciousness and you've not yet made the transition over to money consciousness where you are totally cool with the pursuit of gaining wealth, I encourage you to make that shift. But anyway, uh, let's see here. Where am I going with this? The problem is that you can't spend enough to acquire a customer. So I am incredibly profitable in my business. This is where I'm going with this line of thinking. I'm incredibly profitable in my business, but for me to generate all the profit in my business, I have to put a lot of my own personal direct time, effort, and energy And until recently, I have not had lower cost products and services that are already done and already there that are scalable where it requires no additional time, effort, and energy on my behalf for me to provide it to you. When I made the transition from Podcast Answer Man to Mindset Answer Man, as I said, I went to high ticket items and that's how I built things to where I am now, to where I'm in such a good place that I have lots of margin to create the additional things that I've created. For example, this is an episode of the Train with Cliff audio journal podcast. Now, I started this podcast back in November 2018, and I've been audio journaling all of the behind the scenes insights about what's been going on in my business, all of the unexpected, undesirable, and inconvenient situations and circumstances that have popped up. Some people call them problems. Some people call them crises. I call them undesirable, unexpected, and inconvenient circumstances or situations that come up. And I have shared some pretty intense things that have happened, 
but how I view those issues, how I define those problems, if you will, in solvable terms. I've shared with you my experience of what my plan is, what my desired outcome is to resolve this, and then I go and take actions, and I come back and say, okay, remember I told you I was gonna do this? Well, here's the result. I've been documenting all of this, and not just my professional journey, but my personal journey of life. What am I learning? How am I experiencing my relationship with my wife and my kids and my spiritual life has even been included in this podcast. And so the reason why I have been able to devote so much time to creating the Train With Cliff audio journal podcast every single week putting out content hundreds and hundreds of episodes sharing all this behind the scenes detail. How have I been able to create all of that? It's because I have margin. It's because I generate all of the money I need and then some for me to operate my business within 20 hours a week. That leaves me lots of time to create this content. Leaves me lots of time to read the books and take the courses and go to the conferences that give me the insights that I come back here and talk about. It gives me plenty of time to brainstorm and mind map and plan out actions that I'm going to take to get whatever it is what I want in my business. It gives me plenty of margin to dream, to work on my business versus only in it. I don't mind working in my business. I love working in my business. I love that I am self-employed. I love working for myself, but I also want to make sure that I'm not a slave to my business, that my business is able to generate that income within a small number of hours. As a matter of fact, if you still have not figured out a commitment to this sentence, you must make this, write this down. If you are a business owner or you are thinking of building a business, I want you to write this sentence down and you're going to fill in the blanks. Are you ready? I am fully committed to generating a minimum of fill in the blank per month, comma, every month, comma, consistently, comma, by working no more than fill in the blank hours per week. And then make a commitment to make that a reality. Start asking yourself questions. What would I need to do in my business? What products and services would I need to create? What price would I need to charge? What audience would I need to attract? And that's when, once you have that, then you start creating life on your terms. It's amazing to me how many people have a business, have been building a business, have been working on a business, and do not have a statement like that. They have no standard of a minimum that they must meet every month and a hard limit on how much time, effort, and energy they are committed to putting into generating that minimum amount. So, a couple of thoughts there. Now, I want to grow this business, and and so I've been creating this content. I've not marketed this Train With Cliff audio journal podcast until recently. This podcast was on Patreon for several years, and I mentioned it two or three times in the past, and I knew that those who were in my 
community who were true fans, who would be the most interested in this content, they would only need to hear about it once and would go over and sign up. And this product on Patreon has generated over $24,000 in revenue, but it's not the limit on what this podcast, the Train With Cliff Audio Journal, could provide for me. In fact, one of the first goals that I have is to get the revenue for Train With Cliff to at least $1,000 a month. We're going to hit that in October of 2022. My ultimate goal is within the next year, I want this podcast, Train With Cliff Audio Journal. This is going to be a recurring revenue in my business that will generate a minimum of $10,000 per month. This is something that I'm going to create this content no matter what. I've proven that for as little as $500 a month, I would create this anyway for four years. And let me tell you, $500 a month does not move any needles financially in my business. I create this content because I love it. It's energy giving and I know how valuable these insights are but I've not yet marketed them until recently. I've just started. In fact, I moved everything off of Patreon. I put it over on my Kajabi account, and now it is a paid product under Kajabi. One of the things that I love about the fact that it's now on Kajabi is that Patreon no longer keeps an extra 5% of my revenue. By the way, Kajabi is absolutely my hands-down favorite tool software-wise for running my online business. I am an affiliate for them. If you sign up through my link, I will earn a commission for as long as you have it. And if you are thinking about Kajabi for running your website, your online courses, even your podcast, paid and private, premium podcasts, you can do both, your mailing list, membership programs, you could do a lot of stuff inside of Kajabi. MindsetAnswerMan.com slash Kajabi is my affiliate link. So there you go. That's my little commercial for Kajabi. So this thing provides tons of value for every new subscriber to Train With Cliff Audio Journal podcast. It is a very low ticket price offer that is easy for practically everyone in my audience to afford. Anybody who's my target audience now, this is something that I could add to my value product ladder. The online course for Free the Dream, freethedreamcourse.com. I went in and re-edited all those videos. I created a workbook specifically geared just for the eight sessions. So instead of having the recordings of all 44 sessions of every talk, giving it Free the Dream 2018 and Free the Dream 2019, I just took the core messages and the best of the talks that I gave that where I teach the Free the Dream core messages, I edited it all down. I did a lot of work to create that course exactly the way I want it, the flow of the content, the exercises I want you to focus on, a workbook that you can download, print out, and have that is going to transform your life in six hours of content, this course, And currently, it's available for only $97. Now, back when it was just access to all 44 videos from the two years of the conference, I had sold several of these at $499 a piece, and people were blown away by how much they got. It's not going to stay at $97, by the way, but it will still be a lower ticket offer in my value ladder. 
So these are the things that I'm starting to think of. These are the reasons why it's like, okay, I am thinking about the fact that one day I want to pay for advertising. I would like to eventually get to the place where I am advertising and paying for traffic for audiences that have never heard the name Cliff Ravenscraft before. Now, the great news is that I can actually do a ton of marketing before I even need to go there because I already have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people who already know the name Cliff Ravenscraft because of what I've done in my business since 2008. So, It'll be a while before I go into paid advertising, but I'm going into this with the expectation that I will do paid advertising, and that's why I am paying attention to this phrase. Ultimately, the business that can spend the most to acquire a customer wins. Next, it says here, I'll give you 10 core sales funnels I use in all of my companies, plus all of the sales scripts I use to convert people at each stage in those funnels. You can choose to model my proven funnels and scripts as is, or you can tweak them to better fit your specific business. So one of the things that I'm excited about is at the end of this book, the I guess the third section of the book, is going to be examples. And I'm wondering how many of these will these templates and scripts will be applicable to what I'm doing in my business. And I have no doubt in my mind, and I'm going into this book with a full expectation that I'm going to be inspired by those templates and scripts and that I will find many new funnels and scripts inside of my own business that I would have never come up with had I not read this book. That's my intention going into this. So those are all of my thoughts on the preface of this book. I'm going to now move into the introduction to section one, sales funnel secrets. One of the things he says here is, one of the fundamental rules of marketing is that a confused mind always says no. Most websites have so many buttons, so many calls to action, and so many menus leading to hundreds of different pages that the only thing the website really does well is to confuse people. Now, a funnel, on the other hand, is created to be simple. From the outside, it may look like a website, but you'll notice that each page only has one call to action. There is a strategy behind what page someone sees first and then the journey you'll take them on. Now, if you go to cliffravenscraft.com, that's my website, and there are multiple things and multiple calls to actions, and I think that's perfectly fine. It's not like I ever drive people to my home page of my website. My home page of my website is for people who land on my website looking for me, type in my URL, but very rarely do I ever just lead somebody just say, go to cliffravenscraft.com. Although I must say that I have in the past said, go to cliffravenscraft.com and click on the work with me tab. I'm going to stop doing that, I think. I think I want to just say, hey, head over to nextlevelmastermind.info or head over to freethedreamcourse.com or head over to trainwithcliff.com or head over to mindsetanswerman.com slash free. If you were to go to any of those pages, you are going to notice that there is no 
header. There is no footer. There is no link on this page other than the call to action. So if I send you to freethedreamcourse.com, I only want you to do one thing, and that is to right then, right there, buy that course. If I send you to trainwithcliff.com, I'm not going to try to sell you on my mastermind group. I'm not going to try to sell you on my online course. If you go to trainwithcliff.com, I only want you to do one thing. Sign up for this Train With Cliff audio journal podcast. If I send you to nextlevelmastermind.info, I don't want you to consider me for one-on-one coaching. I don't want you to go subscribe to my podcast. Although, wait a second. Now that I think about it, Next Level Mastermind does actually have a link to a podcast. But it is in service of the actual decision to click that register now button. It is a very high ticket offer. And there is a podcast on there that's promoted called the Upgrade Your Peer Group Podcast. And my results have been anybody who does subscribe to that podcast and listens to all six episodes, if they are my ideal customer, it's almost guaranteed that they then will come back to the site and apply for membership. So anyway, I just realized there is more than one call to action. There's more than one link on nextlevelmastermind.info. I'll have to think about that. I may remove that in the future. And then, of course, mindsetanswerman.com slash free. If I send you there, there's only one thing I want you to do, and that is put your name and email address so I can get you into my email newsletter. And the way that I'm going to do that is by convincing you of the value of that free the dream opening session, all beliefs have consequences talk. Go to mindsetanswerman.com slash free, read the content on that page. If you are my exact ideal customer, you will sign up. And if you're not, you won't. And that's one of the things we're gonna talk about. So what is the funnel for, if you go to mindsetanswerman.com slash free, the first thing that you're gonna do is you're gonna get the opening keynote address. And as soon as you finish the opening keynote address, I've recently upgraded even the look and feel of that. So if you signed in for that a long time ago and and you went through mindsetanswerman.com slash free and you watched my opening keynote address, go to cliffravenscraft.com and click log in and go back and look where it says free the dream opening session. Click on it and see how it's changed since you saw that because it's recently changed. It is much more optimized for exactly what I want as next steps so that I can serve you greater. So right now, you'll see a welcome video, and then it's gonna take you straight into the opening session. There are notes in that opening session, and then the very next thing is before you go, and it's basically, in essence, the same exact thing as the sales page you'll find at freethedreamcourse.com, and it gives you this opportunity to buy the full course right then and there, and it's working. There are a number of people who are signing up for my mailing list and within 12 to 24 hours are buying that course. But then, even beyond that, you're now getting my email newsletter, which occasionally will send you to things like trainwithcliff.com or nextlevelmastermind.info or the other products and services that I have to offer. 
These are sales funnels, and they're incredibly powerful. And what I am beginning to do is offer items at lower cost again. And it's like I said, I've had lower cost items in the past, but I'm starting to make these lower cost items again in some of my margin and free time, knowing that there's going to be a number of people who are not currently in a place where they're able to invest at the highest level for my higher ticket items but if they were to get through some of this free material and then through some of this $10 a month material through this maybe 97 all the way up to 497 dollar course material and begin to implement and start seeing changes and start seeing shifts their lives will have been transformed so much and they're actually becoming so much more money conscious instead of poverty conscious. They're moving towards the other end of the spectrum. They're becoming far more profitable and lo and behold, they wouldn't have got there had it not been for this incredible material that they've gotten along the journey and then some of them will say, wow, I have, ever since I heard Cliff talking about that Next Level Mastermind or that Day with Cliff package or that whatever high ticket item, those are the people who will be more likely to do that in the future. That's exactly what this whole value ladder is about. It's what these sales funnels are about. And I just wanna emphasize though, if you have a sales page, a landing page for anything, drive them to a specific page, take your logo off, take your navigation off, take your footer off, and just create a page that does nothing more than promote the one thing you want them to do. All right. He says, I take those people who became leads into a sales process to sell the one product or service they are looking for. After they make that purchase, I help them customize the order through an upsell process, and later I use other funnels to help ascend those customers to other things I have to sell. And, you know, this makes so much sense, and I need to consider more upsell offers during the time of the purchase. So for example, one of the things that this has got me thinking about is when somebody does click through and they say, oh, you know what, I would like your, for example, right now for a very, I don't know how limited, but for a limited time, freethedreamcourse.com in October of 2022 is available for $97. But there could be an offer in there that says, hey, one-time offer available only at this time of purchase. For only, let's just say $500, you can have a 90-minute one-on-one coaching session with me. I routinely charge a minimum of $1,250 per call. However, at this time, you could ha- you could go through this entire course, and within the next 45 days, you could have a one-hour and 30-minute call with me for only $500. And there's going to be some people that says, you know what? No, thanks. I'm good with the $97 offer. I'm good with the $97 course. That's what I clicked on the button. That's what I want. And that's perfectly fine. That's where they are in the ladder. But there are going to be some who are already ready to go to a higher level, but they're, I mean, they're going to start with the course but they're ready to ascend higher. And so I must admit, I've not done a lot with upsell offers, but this is something that I am definitely, uh, I'm making, matter of fact, I'm going in here right now and I'm making my notes. I need to see where I can add these. So I'm, I'm just putting that in red and hopefully I'll come in here and 
and have some upsell offers within the next 30 days on some of my funnels. All right, the next highlight that I had was each type of funnel that you will learn about in this book will do this in a different way, but the process is always the same. Each page is simple. It has a hook that will grab your attention. It tells a story that will create value, and it makes an offer that will move you up to the next level in the funnel. So this is something what we're gonna see quite a bit, hook, story, offer. This is the framework that is used by Russell Brunson in his materials. Hook, story, offer. Get their attention, tell an incredibly valuable story that literally creates change within them, that actually they're already gaining value just because they heard the story. And then create an offer, a call to action. And we're gonna get into eventually creating an irresistible offer. These are all things that I have naturally done over the years, but as I'm reading through this book, it is taking my understanding of this and it's like, oh, I I have so missed the boat of opportunities of things that I could have done. All right, he talks about a framework that he calls the secret formula. It basically asks four questions that serve as a guide for everything he's gonna do in this book, he says. Question number one, Who is your dream customer? If you could pick your dream customer, the type of person who would make you wake up early in the morning because you're so excited to work with them, what would they look like? The better that you can identify this person, the easier it will be for you to find them. The second question is, where are they congregating? After you know who you're looking for, the next step is to find out where they're hiding. Where are they spending their time online? Where can I identify exactly where they're going to find solutions to the issues that they have? Question three, what is the bait or the hook that you can use to attract them? Now, I must admit, I'm not a fishing type person. I'm not a fisherman. But this has gotten me thinking a lot about the fishing analogy because he is using hook. And it is an incredibly valuable way of thinking about it. And it's something that I'm going to cover my thoughts on even more deeply as I get deeper into the material. It says, now that you know where they are, the job is to throw out hooks that's going to attract their attention. One of the things that I love about this is I've fished enough in my past to know that that if you want to attract a certain type of fish, a certain type of lure or hook is going to be more effective than others. Some bait works better than other bait. This is an important thing for those of you who might have this story that you're telling yourself, I don't have the right audience for that. Well, tell me why you think that, because if you've got 10,000 people on your mailing list and you only need 20 people to pay $1,000 a month, I promise you, you've got the right audience. But you're thinking that you don't have the right audience because the only people you've talked to have been reacting to the bait that you've been putting into the water for them. High ticket, high value clients are not biting on the kind of offers you've been making. And so you're you're gonna radically need to change your language, your approach, the offers that you are making. And then question number four, what is the unique result that you can create for them? After they have come into your world, what are the things that you can do to give them the results that they're looking for? For example, Russell said, at the time of this writing, companies pay me $100,000 a day to help them understand and implement this formula. 
as well as the funnels and scripts that move people through the value ladder. While I know you didn't pay anywhere near to learn this information and go through this process, I recommend that you treat this and all the exercises in this book as if you did invest the full amount. If you do, you'll get a lot more out of the process. I'm going to take you through, and this book will become like a private $100,000 consultation with me. Now, I wrote a note here, and I want to let you know, I am taking this seriously. These three books, Dotcom Secrets, Expert Secrets, and Traffic Secrets, they're ridiculously inexpensive. And I am purchasing all three of these, and I am going through them as if I paid $100,000. That's the level at which I am approaching this. It's the level that I approach a lot of materials that I've gotten from Tony Robbins and various other books like Think and Grow Rich, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Eker, Psycho-Cybernetics by Dr. Maxwell Maltz. Those of you who have been subscribed to the Train With Cliff Audio Journal podcast for any amount of time, you know the level of depth I go into, not just reading these books, not just highlighting these books, but absorbing this information, this material at a deep level, creating action plans related to it, doing the actual work. So for example, he just mentioned real quickly, what most people would do is they read this book and they read those four questions and the little descriptions of what those questions mean. And then they would move on to the next section of the book, the next chapter of the book. But here's what I did. I, I went, question number one, who is my dream customer? Well, I literally thought about who are the customers that I have worked with or that I'm still working with? That when I wake up in the morning and I know that this person's on my calendar to talk with that day, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Here are some of the names. And it's not all. And if you happen to be a subscriber to this podcast and I don't name your name, it's because, well, I could be here for a while because I have a lot of dream clients. But Michael Hyatt, I absolutely loved working with. Amy Porterfield, Pat Flynn, Dan Miller, Ray Edwards, Graham Cochran, Mike Stelzner, Danielle Weeb, Terry Wilson, John Sanders, Aaron Crawley, Chuck Marting, Chris Nelson, and the names could go on and on and on. Again, if your name wasn't there, I, it's just because I'm trying to keep this as short as possible. What do all these clients have in common? They all have the exact psychographics of my target audience. By the way, just... Putting a link to that in my notes caused me to create some new detailed and new distinctions into this process. So here's who my exact ideal client is. First and foremost, it's the psychographics. My clients have a desire, the capacity, and the willingness to serve others at the highest level and also have demonstrated a strong commitment to be of service to others. It's one thing to have a desire to be of service at the highest level, But if you don't have the capacity for that, if you don't have enough financial margin and time margin, you're not going to be of service to the others at at the highest level. So I want people who not only who have a desire to be of service at the highest level, but I want people who have the capacity. I know people who have the desire and the capacity, but I want to know, do they have the willingness to be of service? And then not just people who have the desire, the capacity, and a willingness to be of service, but also have they demonstrated a commitment, a strong commitment? Is there some demonstration of where they have been 
of service to others at the highest level. The next one is, are they a high-level thinker that gravitates towards a positive outlook on life? Are they a leader? Are they a high achiever? Somebody who often, they might even take for granted what they do and think that, you know, well, I'm no so-and-so is what I often hear some of my clients say. But the, the things that they have done, people are saying, let's just say it's Joe Smith. And Joe Smith says, well, I'm no Bob Jones. But there are so many people out there in the in the world who are like, well, I'm no Joe Smith. <laughs> you, I think that all made sense. My clients, my ideal clients are, are definitely high achievers. My clients are lifelong learners who are devoted to unceasing personal and professional growth. My clients are extremely coachable. They're able to receive an insight and immediately see how it can be implemented all by themselves. As a matter of fact, I often will say, like, have you ever thought about this? And then all of a sudden I'll hear, oh, wow. And as far as I'm concerned, their, their life has just changed. I love it. My clients are self-motivated, self-starters. They have marketable skills in abundance because of their high-achieving nature and their commitment to unceasing personal and professional growth. They've established a long list of skills that serve themselves and others at the highest level. They struggle to find others who are performing in life at their level. This often leaves them feeling lonely. When faced with a problem, it's very rare that they have somebody that they can immediately go to, to turn to for insightful advice. You know, bouncing ideas off of people who really understand what it is that they're facing. If they could only do life with other people who are living life at their level, well, I provide that environment for them. Ah, uh, so yeah, the, the my these are my dream clients. I love them. I get excited. These are the things that they have in common. They've all validated products and services that have allowed them to generate significant revenue and they are adding tremendous value to their customers or clients. They are all on a journey of full-time self-employment. The most value that they get is because they like the way that I think, the way that I approach problems, the perspective and perceptions that I'm able to bring to them. They are implementers. They do the things they say they're gonna do. And as a result, they get massive results because of their work with me. They highly value and respect my time. They demonstrate gratitude on an ongoing basis for the opportunity to work with me. They have a high level confidence in the value that they bring to others. These are just, these are my ideal customers. And they're full-time self-employed business owners or people who are becoming full-time self-employed business owners. That's my exact ideal customer. Now, one of the things that I think is also important is to also know the red flags of people who are not my ideal customer. So here are some red flags. Now, these aren't immediate disqualifiers if it's just one attribute in the long list of other tons of positive attributes. But if there's too many of these checked, it does disqualify somebody from being a potential client for me. So here are some red flags that I look out for. A negative mental attitude, a last minute cancellation of a call, anybody who cancels a call with me with three or less days of notice. A lot of this stuff happens with potential clients. I'm usually auditioning people through a complimentary coaching experience or a series of complimentary coaching experiences. And if somebody cancels a meeting on me and reschedules that because there's a reschedule link, but they don't reach out to me to tell me that they're rescheduling, 
uh, and why they rescheduled, that can be almost a direct disqualification. Now, I do reach out to those people and say, hey, I noticed that I got a message here that you've rescheduled your call from such and such to such and such. I hadn't heard from you. Hey, I wonder what's going on. Is everything okay? And occasionally there is something that's, you know, it's like, okay, that I certainly understand that situation. And I, and yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. But the other one is like, oh, I'm sorry. I just had some things come up and I'm just not going to be able to be in a good mindset place, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh. And I deal with each of those on a case-by-case basis. Communicating. If somebody says, you know what? I know I can't afford you. If they say that anywhere during the process, this person already has a hard limit on their money consciousness. And so it's like, okay, I know I could help them overcome that. It doesn't seem to me like they're going to pay my high ticket prices to get there. So that would be somebody who is much better off in a lower ticket item that can help them move from poverty consciousness over to a more positive money consciousness mindset. Argues for their limitation. They make excuses and they hold firm and defend their limiting beliefs, the stories that they're telling themselves. They settle for less than their desired outcome, good enough syndrome. Problem-focused rather than solution-focused. Blames other for their current situation, circumstances, and the results that they perceive to be bad. They condemn, criticize, or complain about others. They have a lack of gratitude. They have a lack of faith. They have no economic model for creating what they want. They have a lack of self-confidence. They have a lack of clarity about what they want or desire. They have a lack of intensity in their desire for their dream or goal. They have a lack of follow-through on committed actions. They have a lack of persistence through obstacles that stand in their way. They have a fear of what others will say or think about them. They have a lack of experience. They haven't been knocked down and shown that they'll get back up over and over again yet. Lack of any significant achievements for which they are extremely proud of. They have a lack of a heart for serving others at the highest level. They have a lack of devotion to reading, studying, growing on a constant basis. And these are just a few of the red flags that I've learned to look out for. Like I said, there are a couple dream clients who have some of these red flags, but they're solvable in light of all the other positive attributes. So not any of these are an immediate disqualification from a target ideal customer, but if you start to get into two or three or four of these attributes, it's it's disqualification. So know who you want, right? Know who you want. And so I did all of that. I, I'm like, okay, I've got, that was a great question, and I've had a little bit of that, and I've even added more distinctions here. So the next question, question number two, is where are they congregating? I wrote down they could be at conferences. In fact, I've had a ton of success bringing in my dream clients at Michael Hyatt's platform conferences, Ray Edwards Copywriting Academy live conferences, Michael Stelsner's social media marketing world conferences, Dan Miller's coaching workshop, Dan Miller's community cruises, Carrie Oberbrunner's Igniting Souls Conference, podcast movement, and I put a note here. It says, I've generated hundreds of thousands of dollars by either speaking at and or just attending each of these events in the past. It would make sense for me to go to more of these events. And then I put a special note here that my highest paid clients have been those who have purchased the VIP ticket to each of these events that offered such a higher priced option. 
something to definitely keep in mind when I go to events in the future, which is why I buy VIP tickets to other people's events. All right, I put in here next, what options exist for me to attend more events from the following people? And so I just made a list. I'm I'm gonna, over the next couple of months, I'm now going to take a look at what is Michael Hyatt offering as far as live event experiences in 2023. I'm going to do the same thing with my friend Ray Edwards, Michael Stelzner, Dan Miller, Carrie Oberbrenner, my friend Jeff Goins, Mike Kim, Podcast Movement, Amy Porterfield, Shane Sam, Stu McLaren, Graham Cochran, Rich Litfin, and any of the other high-level network people that I have close personal relationships with. I want to start going to more of their events because these are where my highest paid clients, my dream clients, have come from, and it's where they are known to hang out. I put a note in here, who are the dream clients that I would like to have? I'm, and I put in here, I feel like I should create a dream client list. Kind of like every time I meet somebody who I would desire to have, and I've confirmed this is a dream client of mine, but they're not currently in one of my funnels, if you will, then I, I would like to begin the process of the Prosperous Coach Method to bring them into relationship with me because they're a dream client. It's like I would love to help them based upon who they are, what they're dreaming in this world, what they're currently doing, what I know they could do if they got beyond some of the things that are currently holding them back. And we all have things that are holding us back. Even I benefit from coaching and courses and new insights all of the time. Also, I decided, you know what, I created a list. What are some other conferences that I can put on my radar that are live events? And I might even think about going to Funnel Hacking Live. I know my friend Ray Edwards just went there. He got a two-comma club award for generating over a million dollars in revenue in one of his sales funnels with ClickFunnels. I don't know if I'll ever become a ClickFunnels user. We'll see. Who knows? But certainly, I definitely am considering Funnel Hacking Live. I'm going to reach out to a couple of my friends who have been. I have a couple of friends who have gone to Traffic and Conversion Conference. I've never been to that event. If nothing else, just to go for my target audience, right? This is where my clients are. I'm thinking, is VidCon potentially one of the places that I should be going to. And I I actually posted on social media just this morning on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. I said, hey, knowing what you know about me, what conferences do you think I should attend in 2023? And I know I'll get a ton of responses to that. Then list the online places where I can find my target audience. There are four online active communities that I have written down. And if I were to invest a couple of hours each week, every week for the next 10 years, I would never be able to exhaust all of the potential that exists for me to attract ideal clients for my highest ticket priced offers. Just four different places online. And this wasn't something that I was even consciously thinking about prior to reading this book. So that alone is automatically going to change where I'm investing some of my hours every week and how I'm going to invest those hours. I already have a plan and a strategy of of going in and just building relationships and connecting and adding value and sharing valuable insights and and doing hook story offer, but not in a way that I'm infringing on somebody else's community. I'm going in there for self-promotion. There is a way to do this in a way that's natural, that adds value to the community that you're part of, that it's not selling. It's not, it, it, there are ways to do this and, and that's the way that I'm gonna do it. 
And then I've got one other thing. List the podcasts to be a guest on or make an offer to be a webinar for their paid community. And I've got Ray Edwards, Pat Flynn, John Lee Dumas, Amy Porterfield, Graham Cochran, Shane Sams, Michael Stelzner, Jeff Goins, Mike Kim, Stu McLaren, Dan Miller, Rich Litvin, and the list goes on and on and on. All I have to do is go in and do that, do hook, story, and offer. Oh my gosh. Heck yeah. And and this is how Train with Cliff Audio Journal podcast gets to $10,000 a month of revenue. This is how Free the Dream course dot com start and other online courses start generating ten thousand dollars a month of revenue this is how i eventually get my affiliate income from uh, kajabi affiliates mindsetanswerman.com slash kajabi if you're thinking about signing up this is how i get the kajabi affiliate income up to ten thousand dollars a month of recurring revenue this is how i am going to do this by answering question number two where is my target audience question number three what is the bait that I will use to attract them to me? I already have proven that my free the dream opening keynote address titled All Beliefs Have Consequences. It is an incredibly powerful call to action that I've used on podcast episodes and it has worked. Go over to mindsetanswerman.com free, read that page and see what I'm talking about. Then I actually have this one exercise that I do called the 50 things I want exercise. And I just created a two-page PDF document that I pulled out of the course workbook that I created for the Free the Dream online course. And I could use that as a free opt-in. I could create an opt-in called the energy audit exercise. I could create an opt-in for my values and rules exercise. I just put out a video about notion and note-taking. And so many people have said, oh my gosh, do you have a tutorial that on this? Where do we recommend? I, I could create a notion note-taking tutorial for entrepreneurs and coaches who are devoted to unceasing personal and professional growth and who want instant recall to all the insights they've gained. And the list goes on and on and on. And then question number four, what is the unique result that you can create for them? And here's what I wrote down. This is just starting out. I can help people rediscover their ability to dream even bigger dreams. I can help my clients gain clarity about what they truly want to create in this world that will be fulfilling. I can give my clients a step-by-step formula for turning any of their dreams into actual reality. I can help all of my clients learn how to gain control over their emotional state of mind. I can help my clients move further away from poverty consciousness and into higher levels of money consciousness, significantly increasing their income levels, exponentially more income while working exponentially less hours. I create those results for my best clients. Breaking free from expectations of others. I can help them do that. I can help my clients break free from the fear of criticism of others. I can help my clients find true peace, joy, and abundance from within, regardless of any circumstance that they find themselves in, including whether or not their business is up or maybe going through a little bit of a lull. Discover and break free from limiting beliefs that are keeping you from your fullest potential. I can do that. Help you break through procrastination and begin moving forward on what needs to get done. I can help you end the patterns of self-sabotage. I can help you master your physical body. I can help you improve your spiritual growth and connection with God and others. 
And if you're a business owner, I can help you break free from your current money mindset so you can finally build a profitable business. I can help you master the art of focus and meaning, discover how to define all problems in solvable terms, learn the art of acceptance and the skill of influence, how to accept what is but how to influence the situation to make it better, how to turn survivors into thrivers. I can help teach people how to fully tap into their power of creation, and so much more. You see, most people would get into this book and read those four questions. And I turned it into an exercise this morning for like three hours. I worked on coming up with everything I just shared with you so far. And guess what? I haven't actually yet covered secret number one. This was from the preface, and this is the introduction to section one of this book. And I can't wait to continue to share with you all of my thoughts and my commentary and all the insights that I gain, the actions that I'm going to take. And as I go through my commentary on all three of these books in the Secrets Trilogy by Russell Brunson, I will be delivering all of the results that I get as we go through the process. I'll give you updates at the end of certain episodes. Hey, remember when I told you I was going to implement this? Remember I told you I was going to change that call to action and I was going to add this upsell? Remember when I told you I was going to do this? Well, here's the instant results. You'll start getting those as I continue to bring you updates as I go through that here in the Train with Cliff Audio Journal podcast. If you happen to be listening to this in the Cliff Ravenscraft show and you would like to continue to hear Cliff's notes on the trilogy from Russell Brunson, dot-com secrets, expert secrets, and traffic secrets, if you'd like to hear my commentary on all of these books, sign up today for the Train with Cliff Audio Journal. Matter of fact, I've even continued my Think and Grow Rich series where I'm doing an entire commentary on the entire book of Think and Grow Rich. I'm doing the same thing for that book and there will be many more books to come. I'm only just now beginning to promote and market the Train with Cliff Audio Journal podcast. I've been doing it for four years, making pocket change just for fun. But now it's a serious product, and it's it, if, if you've been a Train With Cliff Audio Journal subscriber up till now, you're about ready to see this thing exponentially increase in value, and I already know how much value it's been. But if you are not yet a Train With Cliff Audio Journal subscriber, go today, trainwithcliff.com. Don't delay. Subscribe today. You'll be taken to a thank you page. On that thank you page, it is going to say, here's the step-by-step instructions of how you can add your access, your paid access to this podcast with hundreds of episodes in the archives. Here's how to subscribe to it in these popular podcasting applications. My recommendation, delete all of the episodes that show up as unplayed. They'll still be there in the archives. You can pull them out one by one at any point in the future. Start listening to new episodes as they come out, and then go through the archives and unarchive anything you want to listen to as you go through, and and also on that thank you page, or if you want to just browse it right now, go to mindsetanswerman.com slash TWC archive. That's Train With Cliff Archive. That's what it stands for. Mindsetanswerman.com slash TWC 
archive. You can see just how much gold is there for you to rummage through in the archives of this content. Trainwithcliff.com, register today, and until next time, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. Mindset and